Hi guys, did you know that the best way to combat anxiety is actually to not fight it at all and instead to welcome it? Well, if you didn't, it's probably because you haven't listened to this podcast yet. My name is Caitlin Soule and anxiety is my jam. I'm a licensed therapist on a mission to help people learn to live well with less fear and more freedom and to hold space for conversations about mental and emotional wellness that are both real and helpful. I'm also a mother to three tiny humans, which is the most challenging and rewarding job in the world, and I'm imperfectly learning as I go. Each week, I will share insights from both my clinical experience as a cognitive behavioral therapist and my personal experience on topics such as anxiety, healing, growth, and the practice of being human. So join me in learning to live well amidst whatever life throws our way. Cheers. Hi guys, it is good to be back pressing record today. It's Sunday morning. I'm kind of cozying up with my cup of coffee. Um, We were lucky enough to have the kids um, go to the grandparents last night. So my husband and I actually had some time this morning to just be and to really kind of gather ourselves after two weeks um, off of our like regular programming with the kids and it's been great it's been busy it's been fun it's been exhausting it's been a bit overwhelming sometimes all of those things and so I feel like this shift like we're really ready to enter into this this new week and then this new month and this new year and this new decade and isn't it crazy um in a way, in a way that's more intentional. So I feel like there's this thing that happens after New Year's and we all kind of, that's why all the goal setting happens and the planning happens because we're sort of just naturally ready for this shift or this change of season, which is a beautiful thing. I think it's pretty amazing how, um, we have these sort of, yes, like cultural things set up that make us want to, um, change seasons and, do the goal setting and the planning, but also it's just sort of natural. It's something that we feel deep within ourselves. And, um, I think we got to go with that natural feeling. I think we have to go with the, what do I actually need to step into this new space in my life more intentionally and more fully and wholly. So I've been thinking about a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot this morning, which is why I want to talk about getting grounded today. So you've probably heard the term um, grounding, grounding exercises. A lot of the, a lot of the time, this is used to help people who have anxiety. Um, but for me, grounding in this purpose for this purpose today is about helping us be more intentional in the different spaces of our life. And I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. So I um, let's go with that. Let's talk about grounding and how it can help us actually get rooted because we know that from our roots are the place that we grow. We get to grow, um, you know, more more strongly, more beautifully, whatever the heck you want to say, more firmly when we are connected with our roots. So if we can't get grounded, we can't be rooted and therefore we are just fragmented and we're just kind of running around going from point A to point B with little thought or intention. And none of us, no matter how busy our life is, like feeling that way. 
So I'm going to get into a really specific grounding exercise at the end of this episode. It's really short and simple, usable, doable, that you can start putting into your life, maybe as a daily practice or a frequent practice that will actually help you connect more with your roots, with your intentionality, so that you can feel like you are going about your daily life even though it's crazy, even though it's busy, even though it's full, in a way that makes you feel whole and connected. Okay, just a quick break, just a quick word from my sponsor, and I'll be right back. Okay, guys, we are back. After a short coughing attack, I can now resume to regular programming. Just kidding. Uh, I'm just getting over this cold that refuses to go away. It's been since Christmas, and... Um, I'm having to learn to slow the heck down and give myself time and space to heal and stop going, 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 but that's really hard. So it actually leads us into what we're talking about today, getting grounded so we can be rooted. So what does this mean? This idea of getting grounded, you may have heard the term before and not really been sure like what it actually means and how to do it. So I want to talk about that today in a way that's practical and usable. But let's first talk about the why underneath getting grounded. These days, and if you're anything like me, we're often running from one thing to the next without much, if any, downtime or breath in between. And that can leave us feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, stressed, even angry, and definitely less than intentional about the way we're going about our day. And when I say intentional, I mean We're doing things for a reason, like a bigger purpose. We're not just going from point A to point B, like in a robotic way. We actually have purpose behind the way that we're living our life. And sometimes we forget that, right? We get lost in the season and the chaos and we forget that there is a bigger why beneath us doing the things that we do. So how often do you ask somebody how they're doing and they say, tired all the time, right? I'm guilty of it too. Because it's true, we are tired. Part of this is because we aren't giving ourselves the space and time we need to transition from one space to the next. And grounding exercises are a practice that can help us get rooted to our intention. Because the truth is we can't live an intentional life when we are disconnected and fragmented. You might hear this and be thinking like, okay, okay, but I don't have time to do grounding exercises all day long, Caitlin. I get it. So first, let's just notice that. Notice the resistance to the idea of slowing down even when you know what's in line with your values. Never once have I heard anybody say, I want to live a meaningless life. I want to run around like a robot and I want to like not pay attention to the things I love the most and the people I love the most. Never once. (laughs) But I get it. Like I'm a practicing human right alongside of you. But I want to bring up the idea that we as a culture do have this distorted, distor- distorted idea that stress and tension somehow gives us power to be more productive, even though that goes against all the research that tells us that when we're acting from a place of stress and tension, we're actually more stupid. Yes, that's what I said, stupid. Because we're reacting from the more primal part of our brain opposed to our more evolved brain which is responsible for things like critical thinking, self-regulation, and calm. Most of us, however, do want to find a way to practice the things that are going to have us showing up as our best self, parent, teacher, 
partner, friend, sister, daughter, etc. in a way that's simple, practical, and rewarding. And that's what I love about being able to break down bite-sized pieces of mental health so that we can actually use them and transform them, transform them into these like doable practices to improve our life. Even if we don't get it perfect or do it every day or do it exactly the way it's taught to you, it's just the idea that you're doing something to improve yourself and the way you feel about yourself and then the way that you get to then go out into the world and show up for the things and people you love, right? Okay, so let's just do one thing. Let's learn a practice, a simple practice that will help us get connected and rooted to our intention. But first we have to find our intention. And the way we do that is we think of the bigger why behind wanting to be more mentally and emotionally healthy and even physically healthy, yeah? Don't confuse intention though with goals. They are two different things. The intention is the bigger. Um, my friend Elise, who does an awesome podcast I talked about before on here called TrailerCast, was talking about this idea this week. And she was talking about macro versus micro goals. And the macro goal I think of as like the why or the intention. And it's the bigger thing. And then the goals are the little steps that it takes to achieve the big thing. So I'll use myself as like a tangible example for this. So my intention or my macro goal for the 20 for this year for 2020 is to show up more intentional as more intentional with myself with my family and in my work to be more patient and to be where my feet are that's all I wrote down that's you guys that's so different than this year I want to lose 10 pounds or this year I want to drink all the water or this year I want to um have a morning practice or a morning routine. Those are all good goals. I'm not like negating those goals. I just think that they're actually just steps. Like we have it reversed. Like those are the steps we need to take to maybe get to the bigger why or the macro goal. So my goal is to be more rooted so that I can live in line with that intention or I can be more intentional in all different aspects of my life. So I'm going to show you an exercise that you can do throughout your day, wherever you are, in just a minute or two. So you can either press pause until you get to where you need to be in order to do this exercise, or you can just listen for now and try it later. Like, there's no exact right way to do this. These are just some ideas, okay? Either way, when you're ready, this mindfulness exercise will be here for you. Okay. So first... I'm going to ask you to settle in. I suggest that you sit on the floor or on a couch somewhere where some part of your body is touching the floor or the ground. Feel the parts of your body that are touching the floor or ground. Maybe it's your bottom. Maybe it's your feet. Maybe it's your hands. Wiggle your toes, press your feet into the floor, and just feel the surface beneath you. Be aware of surface beneath you. Now, let's turn our attention to our breath. I want you to breathe in through your nostrils for the count of four. Let your belly fill up with air. 
and then breathe out for six seconds, letting your belly deflate. So you're gonna let the exhale be longer than the inhale. Let's do this a few times at your own pace. Remember you're breathing in through your nostrils for four seconds, letting your belly fill up, and then out for six, letting your belly deflate. I'm gonna be quiet for a minute so you guys can do that at your own pace. Now I want you to just let your breathing return to natural and normal. If your eyes were closed, open them. Just keep breathing. Tune into our senses now. What do you see around you? Can you focus on a line on a wall or a painting? Something you see for just a few seconds. What do you smell? Is there food cooking nearby? Is it the sm uh, smell of fresh air? Smell of a fire burning in the distance? Smell of coffee? What do you smell? What do you feel? What textures maybe are beneath you or touching you? Are they soft? Are they hard? Are they cold? Are they warm? What do you taste? Dryness in your mouth? Nothing? Coffee? Food? Toothpaste? What do you taste? What sensations do you notice in your body? Let's turn to sensations. So can you feel and find the place that is most relaxed in your body? And then tune in there. Maybe it's your belly. Maybe it's your thighs. I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's your shoulders if you're lucky. Tune into the place of your body that is the most relaxed and just let it melt. Just be with our sensations for a minute. And then to close this out, let's do a few more deep breaths. In through the nostrils for four and out through the mouth for six. Let your breath drop low. Feel it deep down in your belly. I'm going to be quiet for a minute so you can do these breaths at your own pace. Okay. How did that feel? Like how I'm shifting from my relaxation voice to my regular voice. It's funny how that happens. 
Likely you feel kind of strange if it's your first time doing something like this, but I just want you to know, believe me, I've been there, (laughs) that these things take time and practice, and they feel less and less strange over time. The cool part of all this is that over time, and the more you practice, the easier it will be to tap into the way you feel when you're doing a grounding exercise, but you know, like when you're just in your daily life. So maybe you're driving in the car and suddenly you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and all it might take is just one deep breath in through the nostrils and out through the belly to kind of have you tapping into that same sense of grounding or rootedness, is that a word, that you felt while doing the grounding practice. It's really that we're training our brain to access emotional regulation and calm in a way that's really, really effective. Another like really quick way that you can practice a grounding exercise, if that one, you don't have time for it, and I would suggest starting with one like the one I just walked you through. But if if you do just want to take a deep breath, sometimes it's nice to like inhale an, an intention and exhale kind of what you're wanting to get rid of. For example, it might be, I'm going to inhale calm, And on the exhale breath, I'm exhaling tension. I'm going to inhale patience and exhale frustration. So, I don't know. I'd be so interested to hear what you thought of that. Um, For me, it's taken me about a year or two to really kind of tap into my own grounding and meditation practices and figure out what works best for me. And usually it's brief and that's okay. We're not all like, Buddha gurus, whatever the heck you want to call it. But we all do have the capacity to tap in to the power of our brains, the power of our bodies. And it takes us slowing down and being intentional in order to do that. I know I'm saying a lot that word a lot today, but it is my word. Intentional is my word for 2020. Yeah? So This leads me perfectly into some news because I am hosting a local workshop here in Petaluma this coming Sunday on January 12th. It'll be two hours. It includes some fun movement to kind of get us connected to our bodies. My friend Mary, who owns Balance Bar Studio, Bar and Bike Studio here in Petaluma, is going to lead us through a short bike spin class and some stretching and then I'm going to go into how we can unlock and then transform our limiting beliefs to step into the new year as our best self to live more intentionally you guessed it the other thing so oh yeah so go to balancepetaluma.com to sign up for that or you can go to my instagram at livingwell underscore with caitlin and click on my link in the bio Um, to sign up for the workshop. We would absolutely love to have you. It's going to be so much fun. It's only $99 and you're essentially getting a two hour wellness experience um, led by two people who care a whole lot about you and your wellness and the way that you're moving into this new year. Some more news. Um, My Uh, partner on my team, Danielle, has some more spots available for one-on-one work. You can go to our website, petalumacbt.org, book online with her or give her a call to schedule or email, however it works best for you. She does have some spots available, I believe, on Mondays and Fridays. I'm still coming up with more ways to kind of broaden this work and to come up with some workshop opportunities that are live and then also an online platform. So stay tuned for that. 
send in listener questions. I'm getting ready and gearing up to do a listener question episode soon. You can send them in anytime to me at my email address, which is Caitlin at petalumacbt.org, or you can uh, direct message me on Instagram. You know the ways. Send me a message. I'd love to hear them. And then lastly, I'm going to ask you a favor. Please subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already or Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. It helps keep this thing going. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And I love hearing your guys' feedback and just the nice messages I get from people, whether it's in person or online, just saying that, you know, the conversations that we hold here make a difference. And that's what I love about podcasts. They give us an opportunity to just kind of have conversation in real time, even though I'm just talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to you in a way that's more casual, in a way that um, allows for feedback and doesn't have to be so scripted. So I love showing up in this space. And if if you're loving the podcast or at least getting anything from it, please go ahead and uh, leave me a review. Okay. Lastly, let's go out there and do our best to be intentional and patient with ourselves as we go towards all the good things. Cheers, my dears. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes to subscribe so that way you can be notified as new podcast episodes become available. Also, I'd love it if you take the time to write me a review or leave me a rating. You can follow alongside my journey on Instagram at mother underscore more, where I talk about things like mental health, wellness, motherhood, modernizing therapy, and sort of all the things. And if you're interested in working one-on-one with me or finding out more about the kind of work I do, you can check out my website, which is therapywithcaitlin.com. Remember, you are so worth the work it takes to live your very best life. Thank you.